All right. What is up, Skirtbag? How you been, dude? We're live, baby. I've been fantastic. How about how how about you? Oh, dude, I'm good. What did you do this weekend? What, what were you getting into? Obviously played some golf on Saturday. Um, I shot, I think Dylan Mayo and I rode together, and we both shot a 100. So not great. No, but, but I've fun, seen worse, so. too. Yeah. Definitely seen worse. I've definitely shot worse, for sure. Yeah. Um, I've gotten my – I feel like my average score is down to, to like, a 97, 98 right now which okay. I'm, I'm happy because, like, it's been forever since I've seen any sort of increase in my golf score. But Jake played amazing, dude. He shot an 87. I think Dang. he had – I think he so shot – I think he parred seven or eight holes. I think he parred eight holes and only ever bogeyed the rest. Like, I don't – or he had one double bogey, I think. Jake played really good. Jeez. Yeah. Um, and then Sunday – what did we do Sunday? Oh, Saturday night we had our first little get-together at Clay's and I's new apartment. Um, oh, word. Jake, Riley, Jess, and Maggie. I think that was it. And Clay, obviously. We all – yeah, dude, Maggie made, like, four pounds of spaghetti. Like, a literal wedding tray of spaghetti for everyone. Because she was like, well, there's – Dude, she was like, we're going to have, like, a lot, of, a lot of people there and stuff. And I was like, yeah, I guess. And then we didn't realize how big four pounds of spaghetti actually is. Like, I still have the tray in my, my fridge. I've been eating spaghetti since Saturday. Yeah, it's going to get um, thrown out. You're going to get sick of it. I'm already sick of it, but it's, like, there and free, so I've just kind of been sucking it up. Yeah, no, I feel that. But, um, yeah, we did that Saturday. We watched the Yanks get smoked by the Red Sox. I don't even want to talk about that. Um, and then Sunday, just kind of had a lazy day, hung out, watched the Yanks get smoked chillin'. again. Chilling, chilling. Chilling, chilling. What did uh, you get into this weekend? Uh, played some golf Friday. Got super hammered. We went to Gamblers. So – it's me and Jason against Timmy and AJ. I should have Timmy's nice with it. Timmy is nice. He played in high school, but like he hasn't played a lot since. But now he's getting back into it. But dude, hundred yards, kids, money. He's putting you within ten feet of the hole. All right. Yeah, that's twenty. That's like a, a, were you guys I mean, playing scramble or? Yeah, well, yeah, we were just playing like best ball between the two of us, the two oh, teams, yeah. and like they definitely beat us. I think we won like two holes on the front nine, Jay and I, and we won. Like three or f- probably like three on the back nine, but yeah, That's we got improvement. they smoked us. Um, but like Jay's not very good. I've played a few times. My back was hurting. I had like this little joint on my back after hole six, and it was like every time I swung, and I was like, I'm gonna have to, I'm gonna have to. <laughs> is stop. that is that your oblique? Nah, it's like behind that. that. Just like I don't know, uh, like by your kidney. Yeah, but like behind that too. I was just swinging too hard. <laughs> trying to hear you know? it baby <laughs> yeah yeah but then i got yeah. absolutely bodied i don't even remember coming home my mom and dad came and scooped us cassandra and her friend were there there was a bunch of kids there and uh cassandra was like dude you were so drunk last night she was like you were just like but you were just sitting there like you weren't yeah. being an asshole you were just sitting there and i was like woof <laughs> good luck thank god <laughs> yeah did you uh, guys uh stop and get some mac and cheese from wawa on your drunk ride home no nah, my parents brought us pizza clutch dude yeah your parents are yeah. so clutch with that drunk i didn't get any i was so hammered <laughs> um woke up fully clothed shoes and everything had to go usually signs of a great night early like had to leave my house at, like 7 a.m early for what to go look at houses look me and sandra looked at five houses and then came home and then was like doing yard work bro oh man dude that does not sound like a great hangover Four day. Cock rolls around <laughs> boy i was a hurting dude <laughs> 
Oh, oh man. But then Sunday, Lex and I went up to uh, City Field for Mets Phillies. Oh, yeah, I saw uh, that. I we're so we we like we're pulling in and I'm like, you think I want to get any shit? Like, you think any of these Mets fans are gonna give me a hard time? And she was like, No, nah, I don't think so. And I was like, Yeah, honestly, I don't think so either. And uh, I was like, I hope not. I don't feel like talking to people. <laughs> and um, so we get there and we're walking through the parking lot. We get halfway through the parking lot and this dude's like, Hey, yo, Philly's guy. You know, I'm like, Oh man. Oh. <laughs> but I turn and I see. It's a dude in a Phillies t-shirt. And I'm like, okay. I'm like, <laughs> okay. Pop some positive. And then he's with his girl in a Mets jersey. And he's like, yo, <laughs> we're like the same. We got the same going on. Uh, no, but it was fun, dude. We had great seats. Um, Who won that game? The Phils won. So, love that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we split, split the series. Split the series 2-2. Two, two. So, um it's not like, you know, we're dicking on them. We're just right. up that day. Although on Saturday, DeGrom was pitching. He's got like a .5 ERA. Yeah, it was .69 now. Yeah, because we're two on him. On him. We put two on him. All right. Yeah. yeah. That so, takes his ERA from .5 to .69. <laughs> hey, we got to give him that 6.9, baby. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was all um, out of love. But, no, nah, that was fun. It was a good day. Good weekend overall. That's awesome. Love a good weekend, man. Ever since I started my job, my Monday to Friday job, I've appreciated the weekends so much more, and I love it. Yeah, yeah, it's different. My whole thing is, though, they're just – they're too fast. They're too fast. Always. We need a federal bill signed that makes weekends Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Yeah, that would be so bomb. Monday through Thursday is fine for work. Like, nobody's going to feel too overwhelmed with their work week. I mean, some might, depending on what type of job you have, obviously, because, you know, there's different stresses for the job. Okay, well, how about this? Would you be willing to do 10 hours a day, Monday through Thursday? That's 40 hours. No, nah, I don't think so. I think that's right. too much in four days. Well, just eight, dude, eight times four, 30, well, that's 32, 32 hours in a work week. Like, that should be a standard work week, I feel like. That's like the perfect balance of work. Nah, bro, capitalism. Well, well yeah. You got to work. <laughs> you got to work until you die or retire and then just – exist for the remaining 20 years of your life yeah you know you gotta gotta work gotta make that bread and shit i saw a meme the other day and it was like uh it was a picture of a guy and a monkey and the guy was like pointing at the monkey and he was like haha such a stupid creature and the monkey just goes bro you're literally the only animal on this planet that pays to live here (laughs) that is (laughs) and like worse to pay to live here right right like like every other animal like, like bro we're just chilling we're chilling. We got some, you know, I mean, unless you're in a zoo, we got our freedoms, bro. We don't have to worry about paying bills or stressing right. out. If we want to mate with someone, we just like flex our bird wings or whatever animals do and be like, all right, Show I guess we're bucking now. Wings, but I think the birds do. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Because that'd be a problem if uh, gorillas had bird wings. I mean, maybe. <laughs> be pretty cool. Yeah. But it would be an issue. This gorilla is pretty much getting to the point where he's in the stone age and now this motherfucker can fly are you shitting me <laughs> yeah it's a good point yeah it's good yeah we don't want flying gorillas bro they're already yeah. too smart funny this girl that i used to work with she were homies she posted on her instagram story a text that her friend sent her and it was like are gorillas really fast or are they just super strong and i replied i was like yo gorillas are so fast i was like not like a cheetah obviously they're not the yeah. fit but like 
faster than you. You can't outrun a gorilla. No shot. Usain Bolt's getting hunted down by by a gorilla. Easily. Yeah. Could you imagine? Could you just imagine what that would look like? It's just a human running away from trying to run away from a gorilla. It wouldn't last long. Like the gorilla's just on all fours, just (laughs) just like four strides, and it's already got you by its neck. Yeah. Two legs. You think two legs are gonna go just as fast? Okay. Right. Right. Two little tiny, like, pencil-length legs against uh, an 800-pound mammoth. No grazi. No grazi. Take the mammoth every time. <laughs> yeah, if, if, this is, if this is a betting game, I'm taking the mammoth every time. Uh, all right, let's get into it. All right. All right, so first on the dock, we got College World Series. Did you see what happened to NC State? You had to With have, the right? whole COVID thing? Yeah. Yeah. So you peep. So they had to play against Vanderbilt with thirteen dudes. I think. Yeah, and you can't play a baseball game with that many people. They lost. So oh, that, they played that game. Yeah, they played that game, and then they lost. So now they're in the losers bracket, right? Now they got to play more games. So they go and they're forced to forfeit. Yeah. The NCAA that's wild, was like, dude. "Nah, you guys are. You beat. guys can't play. You guys are beat. You can't play. You guys have to forfeit." And. uh now you're out of the tournament. They got bones. Yep. Dude, they were doing so well. Yep. We were on and here last like, week, and I was talking about how they're, I want to pick them to win the whole thing. Yeah, weren't you watching their game last week when we were yeah. doing this? Yeah. yeah. Dude, it's it's wild because, like, I get it. Like, there's certain protocols you have to go through with COVID and all this shit, but, like, everybody in the stands is not wearing a mask. Everybody's yeah. not vaccinated. Like, what – like use your – just use your brain, bro. The safest place in that entire stadium is on the field. Because, yeah. you know, you're at least five to six the, feet away from everybody are, at most times. The people that are going, they're not getting tested. Right. So, so who, like, what are we who even are doing here? Right. It's just – it's literally just them, like, they just stole their chance from NC State, dude. Like, yeah. it's so fucked. And NC, I saw someone say, like, if NC State wants to put up a banner this year, I won't argue that. No, never. No. And I yeah, hope they're going to pay me, too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> No, I, I actually, picked NC State to be the winners. What the fuck? They have a banner. Doesn't that count? I actually was trying to find College World Series outright champion. I was going to put money on them, and I couldn't find it on FanDuel or DraftKings. I said, fuck it, I give up. Really? Oh, I would have threw down good. on Vandy. Probably for my own good. So, yeah, so now we got in the College World Series, we got um, Vanderbilt, right? Right. Mississippi State. Miss- Vanderbilt, Mississippi State. I think Vanderbilt's. Got it they, in the bag, dude. They won last night, like, 8-2. Yeah. I think that was the score. Uh, they're playing right now, I think. They started at 7. Right. And uh, was it tonight's game or last night's game that was delayed or something? Wasn't there, like, a pretty long delay? I don't know. Don't have a clue. I thought I saw something about that, but I don't know. I haven't been following the College World Series like I normally do. Nah, me I don't neither. I think it's just because of how, like, just – thrown back at the whole Yankee situation right now I am that I'm just been so like not interested and not not that I'm not interested just like fucking like how how are the Yankees this bad dude how are the Yankees worse than every team in the college world series well I wouldn't go that far because like the Rockies and the Orioles still exist but (laughs) but dude it's bad man it's a bad time to be a Yankees fan and it sucks because like obviously Yankees fans always have high expectations like every year I would say higher than normal just because of the fucking obviously like team that they're supporting. But like we have a championship caliber team for the past four years and we haven't done shit. And it's like now we're like the worst we've been since like 2016. 
but with championship level players, and it's just so fucking frustrating, dude. Like day in and day out, it's like I, dude, I don't want to get into a whole rant, even though I already kind of have. Go but, off. <laughs> but dude, it's like I know nobody has sympathy for Yankees fans because we're no. Yankees fans, right? Like I get it. Like we've we've been a winning franchise for as long as I've been alive, for the most part. Except you know for what, like Johnny? I'll have years. some sympathy for you. Here's here's what you're gonna get for me. Okay. Yeah, it sucks. It's more than we usually get, so you know what I mean? I'll take it. <laughs> but, dude, you know what sucks right now is we're in a state of – this is what I'm going to end the rant on, but the Yankees are in a state right now where we started with firing Joe Girardi because he was too hard on our players, mm-hmm. essentially. Like, that's – I'm recapping, but that was pretty much the premise of why he was let go or whatever. Right. And now we're in a spot where there's no accountability – throughout the entire team, like GMs, any any type of level of anything in Yankees world. Like nobody's like, yeah, um, we need to make changes. Like we need we need to do something to do what we're doing. Everybody in the in the Yankees organization right now is like, oh, it's gonna work itself out eventually. But it's been like two and a half years. It's not working itself out. And that's what frustrates me, dude. Like the fact that ownership can't be like, all right, this isn't working. Like we need to change something with our lineup, whether that be less power hitters and more guys that can spread the ball around anybody fast, like some pitching. Like we took chances on pitchers this year, like Corey Kluber and Jameson Tyone. Tyone's been sucking a huge wiener. Like he hasn't been anything like that. He could have been obviously like that's a gamble. So I did it. Kluber's hurt until August. So like, dude, just anything that they've done to make changes has been atrocious and it's miserable. Damn, that sucks. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> end scene bro i had to get that out because it's it's bad man and i can't just like i sit at work and just like contemplate yankees universe and i just like i need it's like therapy dude i need to talk to somebody about my struggles as being a yankees fan right now the phillies aren't very good either yeah but it's like i don't have a guys, sob story for you right but you guys don't have the type of team the yankees have like we have like at least six to seven players that should be like all-star level players, dude. Like the, like the Phillies have some, they have probably four or five guys like that. Like at the least, Bryce bro. And, yeah, but, back on their names, bro. No, I'm not saying like they're bad team, but like the Yankees have had a championship window open for four years now and haven't yeah. even made it, haven't even made it to the world series. Yeah. The Phillies aren't a championship contending team. They have a right. lot of they're good still, players. They're still a good team and they have potential to be. Yeah. But the Yankees have been at the same level for four years now Dude, and haven't done anything with it. Didi's been hurt, like, all season, right? Yeah. They got this bull, Ronaldo Torres. Ronald Torres, he used Ron to be Torres. Yankee. Bro, he's yeah. nice. Yeah, I know, dude. And we let people like him go because they're like, oh, he doesn't hit 450-foot home runs every third right, bat. Right, right, but he's a good hitter. Right. Dude, he's batting, like, in the 270s, I think. Yeah, dude, he's just having, a little, having a little slapdick day, like hitter. Seven, eight nice. spot, just hanging out down there. Right. Getting little oppo field singles. Like the Yankees don't have anybody like that, dude. Like not job. a single person. The guys that should be doing that for us are Brett Gardner and Tyler Wade, and they have done dick all all year. We got so Bryce Harper's hurt right now because he got fucking smoked by DeGrom. Um so we got this boy Williams. I don't even know his first name. Maybe it's like Luke or something like that. I don't know. Something Williams. Luke. Um he was playing for him the other night. He it's so Bryce Harper hits a single. Alec Bohm cranks one into left center. 
double Bryce Harper scores. And then, so Williams comes up to just bunt to get Bohm to third, beats out the bunt, like great bunt, beats it out, bunts for a hit. So now we got first and third, nobody out. And then um, the next batter hits one like too softly to, or it was like, no, it was different inning, bases loaded. He's on first, two outs, right? right. Somebody hits a, whoever's batting, hits a ground ball to the shortstop. So it's like, all right, go to second. Get that out. Call it a day, right? Beats it out. Dude, hit the, hit the shortstop. <laughs> he had just a, a mean secondary lead, and the dude is so quick. Beat out the throw from shortstop to second. Jesus, dude. Yeah. But, like, guys like that that can just kind of get on base and get shit popping and have some wheels, they can help you out. They, we got they, more, they do more than that, last dude. Night, so. uh-huh. <laughs> We got smoked 12-4 last night. So By who? The Reds. Oh man, the Reds are a nice little team, dude. They've been yeah. kind of being not—I wouldn't say quiet, but you know they've got a little bit of power punch to them. Yeah, my boy Austin's a Reds fan. He's talking that he, shit in the group chat. Is he the one that played baseball and in, in college and came down to Myrtle at one time? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's down yeah, in Myrtle yeah. right now with Wig. Yeah, Wig hit me up last night. And he was like, "Yo, it's Wig. Like we're in Myrtle for the week." And I was like, "Bro, we uh, might go to the Pelicans game on Thursday night." It's um Dollar obviously beer. you know this, but for the listeners. It is the affiliate, single-A affiliate of the Cubs, and they do dollar beers on Thursday night. So Jake's birthday is Wednesday, but um, he's going to be with his parents, I think, or Riley on Wednesday night. So I'm thinking we're going to do something like that. That sounds dope. You know Austin's yeah. down. Yeah, that's what they said, or Wig said. He's like, dude, we're definitely down. And I was like, yeah, I kind of figured you would be. Yeah, no surprise. And then I told him, he was like, he was like, yo, we're at Tuna Shack right now. And I was like, dude, you got to get the chicken tender basket. It will change your life. Shout out Tuna Shack, sponsor us. The shit is amazing. Best chicken tenders I've ever had in my life. And he goes, he's like, bro, you got to stop talking and hanging out with Kenny so much on that chicken tender shit. And I was like, bro, I've been a chicken tendy vet, all right? I know my shit. Yeah, bro, chicken tenders run deep. <laughs> yeah, deep, bro. Like in, in my deepest vein, chicken um, tender juice just flowing. Yeah, today they hit up Dead Dog and they went to, uh, they were on like some boat thing. They were drinking on the boat and then they go like back a pontoon? to the no, nah, it wasn't a pontoon. It was way bigger than that. It was like a charter boat. They just hopped on. Dude, it was like them and like three other people, and they were all just getting fucked up. <laughs> what? It was interesting. <laughs> on a Tuesday? <laughs> yeah. Dude, Austin sent us a snap, bro. Kid was tore up. <laughs> oh, man. I wish um, I could have spent my Tuesday like that. But, all right. So, we got a little NBA action. We got the Bucks just beat the Hawks. They're up 2-1 now. They're playing tonight. They started like 8-4. Trey Young is hurt, right? Uh, He sprained his ankle, but he came back. It didn't look that bad. I think he's fine. Oh. A little tweakage, but probably a little sore, but nothing too serious. He's playing, I think. Um, He better be playing. I just put him in a parlay. Better be playing. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to win some bread. <laughs> um, Trey Young, don't do it for yourself. Do it for me, my parlay. I know. Did you see Chris Middleton snap the other day? No. Oh, Dude, he had like. 20 in the fourth quarter. Finish with 41 Bucks win. Damn, dude. He outscored the Hawks in the fourth by himself. Is this the year the Bucks win a finals? I don't know, man. I don't know, dude. I really like the Suns. Yeah, me too. Me too. Pro- they're probably my favorite right now. Chris Paul yeah. deserves a ring. Devin um, Booker's Devin nice. Devin Booker's nice, yeah. I love Devin Booker, dude. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I'm a big fan. You know, I hate liking things that people like. 
Yeah, but I wouldn't put him as like I, he's not like a. I'm getting behind Devin Booker. I'm starting. Yeah, to get like you can him. still get on the Devin Booker train now and not be looked at as a hype beast. I feel like, because like he's still young. He's still got a lot to prove. He's absolutely mashing this playoffs. But dude, all the shit about everyone saying like, oh, is he the next the next Kobe? He really real life might be next Kobe. Yeah. Get on that fucking train now. <laughs> <laughs> Breaking news, still bait of the Random Roommates podcast compares Devin Booker to Kobe. You're going to get dragged on Twitter, dude. No way, bro. Everyone in the media is doing it. Kobe, yeah. Devin Booker, um, him and Kobe had like a super long conversation and stuff. Kobe signed a pair of shoes for him that said like, to the great one. And then on like the other shoe, it was like, be legendary, something, something, something. He got be, be legendary, tatted on his forearm. He's like, every day I don't feel like getting it. I just look down. I see, like, I got it in Kobe's, like, handwriting. Like, I see that. I go, I get my ass in the gym, and I work on my fucking shit. And he, like, just the way he carries himself, bro, and, like, the way he is in interviews, he is, like, the such, like, the demeanor of Kobe. It's scary. Dude, that now is he's terrifying. Just out, bro. He's just, like, mid-range jumpers, you know what I mean? Like, turn around, like, fade away from 10 feet, you know what I mean? Like, that's the kind of shit that Kobe was doing. Yeah. But, very similar and like so calm under pressure he had a hit a buzzer beater halftime three the other day like took a little handoff pull up let the man fly past him there's 3.1 on the clock when uh when they inbounded the ball pull up let the guy pass him drains a three lets it go with like as soon as he lets it go the buzzer goes off but like had the composure to just be like oh i got enough time let me fake this guy Mm." you know what i mean like, That's very Kobe-esque, man. I miss watching that just, motherfucker uh, play ball. Yeah, me too. Most dudes are just letting that fly, though, first. Right. They're like, got to right. get this up before the gotta buzzer. Got to get it off, yep. But, yeah, no. Nah. Wow. Um, yeah, I like I like Book a lot. I've been seeing a lot of good things about him lately. And the kid fucking balls. All right, so hypothetical. Suns, Bucks, finals. Yeah. Who you taking and in how many games? Suns, 4-2. 4-2? Yeah. You don't think the finals go into a game seven? Maybe. I don't really trust Giannis and the Bucks. That's the thing. See, I I didn't before this playoff, and I just watching them him play and like Giannis. Giannis it's a different is feeling. A Giannis is a slightly better version than Ben Simmons, but like not much. Yeah, I mean, like he really can't shoot that well. Look at his fucking free throws, bro. He can't shoot that well, but Giannis in the paint, I think, is a, like a good bit stronger than Ben Simmons. I feel like Giannis, yeah. Giannis within like ten feet is. And Giannis a lot more has a different, like more aggressive mindset. But yeah, like, he's definitely way more aggressive. But their skill set is like so similar. Pretty much the same. Um, yeah. I see that. And it, it, he's not that good. <laughs> <laughs> the thing that pisses me off the most about Giannis is. The amount of time it takes this man to take a free throw. Yeah. That's Bro, there's so many memes have been born from just him. Just You just see him, like, bouncing the ball. Yeah. Setting up. Bouncing the ball two more times. Setting up. And James Harden that one time just yelled at him. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I love <laughs> that. That was so funny. And, like, before the ref gives him the ball, he does, like, a little, like, a practice guy. He's like, all right, okay, now yeah. you can give me the ball. Okay, now a couple more practices. Let me bounce this shit. Yeah. I feel like Giannis has got to be terrible to play golf on. with. Giannis is the guy you go golfing with, and he takes 15 practice swings just to shank at 15 yards left. Bro, we're golfing the other day, right? 
and there was a group in front of us. It's uh, like three dudes and this one chick. And the chick's taking like, she takes like seven practice swings. Nobody in front of them. Like they're not waiting for somebody to get off the green or something. From she takes like seven or eight practice swings, like lines it up a few times, taking forever. Dude, the ball goes like 10, 15 feet. Top. <laughs> And then same thing, like takes all this time. Like, oh my god! Oh my god! You can god. like barely get out of the tee box. The dude is like teaching her how to swing while we're going. The like, there's a line backing up behind us. You know what I mean? Like, there's people yeah. watching us tee off because we had to wait for them to get out the way. Right. And, That's the uh, worst, dude. Dude, it was terrible. But eventually, they're just like, "You want to play through?" And we're like, "Yes." Yeah, we do. One hundred percent. I'm gonna hit this ball straight into left field. But I'm going to hit it 300 yards, so we're good. Actually, it's on – we passed them on the whole – we were playing gamblers. You know, whole like – I think it's six where it kind of goes like out to the right and then it goes to the left. Like the green's kind of to the left, but there's water that sticks out a little bit. I'm going I'm, I'm to be honest. The only hole I remember is that par three, that short par three. with the Oh, with the water in right middle. in front of it? Yeah. Yeah. That's the it, only hole that I can like actually remember. Yeah, this one, it's like, it goes like straight out and then it kind of goes to the right, but there's water that comes all the way out to a point. So it's like in front of the hole, but you can, I've driven the green there before on that hole. So I was like, yeah, let me just crank this bad boy and let loose. Is that the one, is that the one that you hit the green when we were playing? Yeah. For Loco night or for Loco day? Yeah. It was a par four too, right? And yeah, you just like four. dunked it on the green. <laughs> oh no, 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 no. Different course. Different course. Oh, oh. We played, we played this course before we packed for OBX. This is the one that's, like, right by my parents' house. Oh, okay. I'm thinking of the one we played with that we random We played with those song. two random kids. Yeah. Yeah, I know what you're thinking about. Yeah, but I did drive the green there. It's, like, the opposite of that and add water. Like, it goes the opposite way and add water. <laughs> All right. I can see it. I picture it in my head. And I was, I was like, yeah, just let me, let me just crank this bad boy. I didn't drive <laughs> the green, but I dinged it off of, a, off of, like, a post that was between the cart trail and the fairway. Yeah. And it right onto the fairway, dude. Perfect shot. <laughs> Couldn't have perfectly, drawn it up. Better. Perfectly played. Yeah, so then I uh so then I scold my wedge shot, you know. As you should. Um similar situation though, when we were playing this weekend, it was five of us. It was me, Mayo, Jake, Austin, and Andy, Jake's dad. Yeah. And um Jake and Austin were playing in front of us because the guy at the beginning of the Ranger was like, You can't play five, like it's busy today and we're like yeah like we got you we're gonna play two separate but i mean obviously like two or three holes in you're gonna group up and play so we play the first hole at behind them and we get there and the people in front of jake and austin it's just three of them but they're the the, literally the slowest golfers i have ever seen in my life not even that they were taking like a bunch of practice swings and like you know eyeing up balls that they're never gonna hit the green regardless they were just like walking everywhere and taking their sweet ass time blah 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 so we just kept playing like with them as a fivesome and the ranger at the beginning of the day who told us we couldn't play fivesome hits us on like hole eight or nine right before the turn and he was like super like barely could speak old like he was like you know old old you know what i mean like prince like should it probably shouldn't be working at any sort of establishment old like he was not when it's that hot out yeah, right. And we our tea time was at like seven forty in the morning. So like this dude was like, you know, up and at him, like yeah. ready to start his day and he was struggling. So he comes up to Mayo and I when we're taking our second shot on like hole eight and he was like, You can't play a five, so and Mayo just looks at him and goes, 
well, sir, it would be a lot slower if we weren't playing a fivesome because these people in front of us have been playing hella slow all day and we've been yeah. up their ass all day. Like, if we split off now, like, the people behind us are just going to be waiting for another group of golfers to play. Like, we're yeah. playing fast and blah, blah, blah. And the guy just looked at Mayo for, like, half a second. He was like, all right, go ahead. Just sounded so <laughs> defeated. It was so funny, dude. We're like, hell yeah, dude. I think his name was Clark. We're like, good shit, Clark. Like, That's the old version of it's a cow farm. It's a cow farm. All right. Have you watched any of the Euro? Yeah, I watched Spain-Croatia. Crazy-ass game. That was a game. good game. It was a good game. Well, it's funny because I was watching it. I, I had it up at work like when I was doing stuff, and I was just listening to it. And it was – I think it was 1-1 when I left to go get lunch or go do something at one of the golf courses or whatever. And I came back, dude, and it was in the 92nd minute, and it was 3-3. Three to three, And I was like, yo, what? Like, this has been <laughs> – what? I was like, yeah. I was not, not expecting this at all. So, when I saw it was in the 92nd minute, I thought it was an added time from the first 90. I didn't know it was already in overtime. Oh. So, I'm sitting there, and it's like 92, 93, 94, and there's, like, been a bunch of chances. I'm like, yo, like, this is going to be nuts. And then it gets, like, the 96th minute. I was like, yo, how much added time is there? Like, <laughs> not realizing. And then by, like, the 98th minute, I was like, okay, this is definitely, like, an extra time. Yeah. Like, yeah. we're going to – I'm here until at least the 120th minute. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, and then Spain just took – just Smoke took a, yeah i think it was who was it was it marata marata scored the scored the game winner did you see that it was a nice ass yeah, goal it was dude. A he nice, took it down and just fucking chest, buried it. it yeah yeah that was a yeah. nice goal i honestly we were talking about it the other day in our group chat when i was like yo croatia's kind of sneaky dude yeah like they're a sneaky good team and then when i saw them tied 3-3 with spain i was like i knew it like i knew they were gonna yeah. at least battle this game and i, yeah. I was low-key rooting for croatia to come out of there with a dog, always but... bro over spain over a huge team like that yeah but spain hasn't been the same no nah, they the past been. past few but years they've... they still got a lot of good talent though right right they've got a lot of good players at each position it's kind of more of just like a chemistry thing yeah i feel like with them so then the other game was france switzerland did you watch that game um, I caught the last, the penalty shootout. I didn't catch oh, like that most. I saw the first goal and then I saw the penalty shootout. So France were up three, one and Switzerland scored two in like six minutes to tie it, to go to overtime, extra time. Yeah. I wish I saw that part of the game. That would have been crazy. Um, yeah, but nuts. Switzerland moves on and Mbappe with his PK save to end it. His, that PK was terrible, dude. Wasn't very good. No. It's like you. It's, it's like you. If you're gonna put it that towards the middle of the goal, just shoot it in the middle of the goal. Like putting it yeah. slightly left or slightly right is the worst possible penalty. Yeah, you either got to be in the corner or high or in the middle. Right or down low, like but buried in the corner. Yeah, but like, like dude, all the way in the. You corner. know the goalie is gonna go either way. So like, if you're taking a penalty like that where he's just barely putting it left, you know he doesn't. He's not gonna have to do anything. He's he's already gonna be there. Right. All he has to do is guess the right way, and he's there. Yeah. He seemed pretty bummed about it, though. Yeah, he's still young, dude. He's going to have so many more chances. Yeah. But, yeah. like, you've already won a World Cup. Like, Yeah. How? I mean, I'm sure he's upset, obviously, about the outcome. But it's like Euros, World Cup. You know what I mean? Yeah. But they like Switzerland. Yeah, that's he also true. Kept, and he could have kept them in it. That's also true. And he did and that's it. That's usually if – he, if he keeps them – because it was either – score or go home at that point right like it wasn't switzerland wouldn't have had another chance well they would have had his if he scored if he scored they would have had another chance but yeah and then if they scored it would have been over right 
Or would it just been I think it would just kept going back and forth. I think it was at the point where it was like one next, for one. Next miss, yeah. Yeah. Um, did you watch the uh, Portugal game? Who'd they play? I forget who they played. No, they played Belgium. I didn't watch Belgium. that one. AJ called me. He made paella and had some of the boys over. And I was like, all right, I'm literally in the Lincoln Tunnel. On my way to City Field, I'm turning around. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, dude. Yeah. yeah, that was a good game too. Um, they were obviously my team that I was rooting for because of Ronaldo, but Ronaldo. yeah, they uh, that was his probably his best uh team like Portugal wise that he's had. Yeah, probably. I mean, they've never been very good. They've never been very good, and they finally had some young young talent with uh, was it Jaden Sancho and what's nah, his name? Sancho's English. Jaden Sancho. Yeah, the black guy with the black guy with dreads. He's not English, dude. Okay, I'm pretty sure he's, he's English. Jaden Sancho, the young, right. he's he plays for Germany or Dortmund. He plays for Borussia. Yeah, or bro. Germany. Jesus Christ, Borussia. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. I'm like 90 percent sure he's Portuguese. All right, I'm 90 percent sure. I'm 100 percent sure you're wrong. I'm looking it up. England needs Sancho for Euro 2020 clash versus Germany. Jaden Sancho. Oh, he what, bro? I'm thinking Jayden of someone else. Oh, I'm thinking of I'm thinking of uh uh was it Ronaldo Sanchez or something like that? Who's the guy? Who's the Oh yeah, Renato. Renato Sanchez. That's who I'm thinking of. Yeah. Yeah, he's a stud. Yeah, he is a stud. Um I still, to be fair to you though, I still wouldn't have guessed that Jaden Sancho was English. Well I would have never guessed that. Because you're racist. Why does that make you racist? Black dudes can't be from English. England can't be can't from, from English. English. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I just thought he was like not even from like Africa, just like from one of those like outer islands, like Portugal or something. But it's dude, uh, San San Jaden Sancho and Ronaldo Sanchez or whatever his name is, Renato. pretty much the same. Renato, yeah, pretty much the same name. It is. <laughs> um, did you see any of today's games? No, I was out at the golf course like all day today. So we had England, Germany. It was like a deadlock all game. Sterling scores to go up one nothing. Kane scores to go up two nothing. England win two nothing. Mueller should have scored. He had a breakaway and he just put it wide, completely missed. Yeah, I heard he's uh he was looking pretty washed. Yeah, for sure. And then but then he's been so- around a minute, so we had Ukraine and Sweden in the second game. And that game went into extra time as well. It was 1-1 at the end of uh, full time. They went to extra time. Zinchenko had the first goal for Ukraine, the Man City left back. Yeah. He scored their first goal, and he had a beautiful assist on the second goal to win it in, in extra Ooh. time. Yeah. So, good day for the City boys. Sterling scores yeah, the Sterling. game winner. Zinchenko, Zinchenko with a goal and assist. Not bad. Wish I could say the same for my Madrid boys. Yeah, but they're all buns. So. Half of them don't even play in the Euros, though. <laughs> True. They're all over in Brazil or fucking South America somewhere. All right, so what we've got left is we have we have Belgium and Italy. Is that they're... the next match? Like, is that a game or is that yeah. just like, oh, that's going to be a great game, dude. Did it you see the be... Italy, uh, Italy game over the no, weekend? No, I didn't see the last one. It was good, dude. It was, uh, I think it was 1-1 for the longest time, and then Italy scored, uh, like, the first five minutes of that extra time. 
Oh, really? Not added time, but, like, it went into extra time, and then they scored, like, almost instantly, yeah. And they had, like, some header called back. It was crazy. Um, All right, then we got Switzerland and Spain. I think – you got to think Spain's going to take it, but, like you just said, Spain's not – never know, though. Switzerland just put up three on France, the defending World Cup champs, like – Yeah. Is that that a a sign of, like – what they are or is it just kind of like an anomaly like we put up against france can't do that again i'm betting on switzerland bro their odds are going to be so nice give me that give me that um then we have honestly i don't even know what this one is oh denmark denmark and and who is it republic czech republic right yeah i hope denmark win dude i've loved it yeah since Ericsson went down right they've been my second favorite Yep. Love to see it. I hope they. I haven't fun. watched any of their games since he went down, but like every time I see they win, I'm like, okay, like, yeah, hell yeah, bet. let's go. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then England, Ukraine is the other one. Gotta think England's taking. Yeah, that. England, England's going through. So then let's say, so then it would be England, Denmark, and then probably Spain, and then either Italy or Belgium. I think maybe we get like a England Belgium final. England okay that great. That. Maybe we get a Denmark Belgium final. Belgium Denmark. Yeah. I feel like an England uh, Belgium final would be a little more enticing to the neutral fan. Facts. But I would love to see Denmark in the final, dude. Me too. That would be awesome. I think Italy can make it too. They're a little underrated, I think. No, they haven't given. Are uh, they've given up one goal? I think the entire tournament. Yeah. They're really good. That's all. They are really good. Oh, you said underrated. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Um. So, is soccer the most racist sport in the world? One hundred percent. Got to be right. At least uh, I don't know if it's because of the magnitude that soccer is portrayed. Like right. it's a worldwide sport, so there's more obviously like chances for that shit to happen. Because you're like you're not gonna you're not gonna be like oh dude this uh guy in the Chinese baseball league said something racist like to the left fielder or some shit like right. that like nobody's going to be watching that so right. like there's not enough eyes on that sport but true i think it's i think it's only the most racist sport because of the amount of people across the across the globe that yeah. like watch I just feel it like play all it. the time there's like very often there's major clubs in the world who are having to play games in front of no fans because of like like some their fans shit. are racist right yeah and, like, their fans are throwing bananas at people on the field. Yeah, and it's like, dude, what, what, what is this, the 1940s, bro? Like, you're at a soccer game. Like, enjoy it or crazy. don't. Like, stop being – it's not fucking life or death. Like, I get it. Like, fans like to be passionate and stuff. But the fact that you're bringing any sort of, like, racial thing into any sort of sport, let alone, like, you know, the most popular sport in the fucking world. Yeah. That's the other thing. It's the most popular sport in the world. It is by far the most diverse sport in the world. Right. Um, I think like playing soccer with people from like a lot of different backgrounds and a lot of different races and cultures, it's made me have like a lot of empathy for people. I think, yeah, like you know, I've been good friends with a lot of people from a lot of different backgrounds, like because of soccer. Like that's kind of something that has like brought us together. But then at the same time, it's like ridiculously racist around the world. Right. right. And this well, is gonna sound. This is gonna sound super elitist because. In my opinion, America is one of the most racist countries around. But I feel like it's because a lot of these countries, 
like you know you go to like a saudi arabia iran match or some shit or like you know yeah taiwan korea like all this you don't stuff. even have to bro you can just go to like a la liga game oh right oh yeah dude la liga is bad man yeah la liga is bad like, like the amount of times that i've seen like champions you know, league games in russia <laughs> those are like always right. like, no fans right <laughs> and it's just be- it's just because like they don't the people, like the normal average person, I feel like doesn't think about like a in a progressive way, like the things they say that are like considered racist. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like people say things and they're just like, oh, yeah, I thought it. So I said it. But it's like right. you don't think about the perspective of the person on the other end of that comment. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, especially at a sporting event, you're like in a stadium with 40,000 people. You're like, oh, like this isn't going to harm anybody. Nobody's going to know. But it's like. You're being televised to the world, so everybody's going to know yeah. now in this day and age. And when you throw a banana at a black soccer player, they're going to know. Right. And they're not going to take it nicely because that's very I mean, racist. Dude, honestly, Danny Alves gets a banana thrown at him. And he picked it up and ate it. Picked it up, ate it, kept moving on. Russell Westbrook gets a little popcorn dumped on him. It's like, <laughs> you would think somebody <laughs> slapped his mama. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, dude. Soccer players, I know they have a bad rap for being, like, pussies because of all the flopping and shit like that. But I think people are starting to notice that that comes in every sport. NFL, you see a lot more people flopping. Basketball obviously has a problem with people flopping. But soccer players are some of the toughest athletes in the world, dude. And it's because they have to go through shit like that. Not saying that other sports don't have athletes that go through shit like that. But, like... It's been a long time, and it's been bad for a long time, and they're still, like... Dude, think about it like this. Like, UEFA or FIFA or whatever has a whole, like, marketing program where it's say no to racism, and they hold up banners before every game and stuff. Like, that's how bad it is in soccer. Yeah. Like, you see stuff in the NFL with, like, racism and political stuff like that, but, like, in soccer, dude, it's, like, pretty much every game, like, there's some sort of motion to signal, hey, like, this isn't acceptable in our, our sport. Like, yep. we need to make it a point to say something because it's that bad. Yep. All the time. Yeah. It sucks. All right. So, real quick, let's hop into the NHL. Um, we got Lightning in Montreal in the finals. Um, Lightning took game one, 5-1. You think they're going to run away with the series? I said it in last week's episode, dude, and I just have a weird feeling that the Lightning are going to win again. Like, I don't have I don't have enough hockey knowledge, like, outside of the Flyers to have a real opinion. Yeah, me either. But I just have a weird feeling that the Lightning are kind of, like, in this weird, like, dynasty-esque, like, vibe right now, dude. I feel like the next three, so? two to three years, including this year and last year, like, they're Is just going to be Is Tampa going to be the next uh, Boston they very well could be, dude. They got the Rays, who are fucking good. They got the Buccaneers, who just won the Super Bowl. The Lightning, who just won the Stanley Cup. And are battling one another, maybe. Battle one another. They're obviously making a case for it. Yeah. Um, Is that the only major sports of Tampa? I mean, there's, like, other Florida teams, but. No, hey, dude, I think Tampa Bay is here to stay. And as much as I hate to say it, I think the Rays are going to surprise a lot of people. And I think obviously the Bucks with the team that they have, they're not, yeah, they're not really going like to win. Like Rosarena. He's a stud. He is a stud. He kind of, he kind of didn't come out of nowhere, but like he really popped off last, uh, last playoffs. And that kind of opened my eyes. So I was like, Oh shit, this kid's good. Like, yeah. Um, all right. 
switch gears. Let's hit up. What do you think with the new Dave? New Dave. Oh, man, dude. Jake and I were talking about this on the golf course, and he was like, dude, my dad and I watched it, and it was the funniest fucking thing. I thought, it, dude, the whole bit. Watching that, it with it, your dad would be fucking hilarious. Right, yeah, especially after doing a little toki-toki. Yeah. But like, he was like, yeah, dude, like, it was good stuff, man. And I agree. I thought it was, like, I was so confused for the first 10 minutes with the whole, like, you know, nude and butt stuff, and I was just like, where are they going with this? But they just kept it rolling and like into this whole bit where they call each other Chet and like the whole yeah scene the whole where Chet thing threw me off the whole ch- I, dude Clay and I could not figure out if he was saying Czech or Chet or Chad and it took us like a good five to ten minutes to figure out he was saying Chet and yeah, then the whole scene Chet where him Chet. and the whole scene when they go into um we're talking with Gata and his boy and they're like yo it's just like we're not gay it's just like a funny like we just do it because it's funny like it's like, I don't know. And he was like, oh, a whole white privilege thing. And I was just like, <laughs> dude, that's so true. He's like, you don't really have to worry about, like, you just make those jokes. You don't have to worry about, like, anything that they would have, like, the black people have to worry about with that type of stuff, like, from his, coming from Gator's character. Yeah. I think Gator um, was saying, like, like, in the hood, you can't just, like, mess around and, like, be pretend, like, humping dick. on your man. Right. Like, <laughs> right. That, like, that, like, that shit don't fly. Like, you can't do that. Right, right. And then um, he gets, um his boy or whatever who's like an er like or a registered nurse i think yeah, he was EMT, he said emt emt and he's like um i'm gonna show you my butthole right now or whatever and like especially just yo what is that lump or whatever and like while he like finds out that he has like a cancerous lump on his butthole he's still in the bit where he's like calling little dicky chet and he's like yeah chet, i'm scared chet, chet. <laughs> he's yeah. like little dicky's like dude drop it like you're in serious trouble but it was just hemorrhoids so we good yeah yeah uh, I thought it was good. I forget how how did it end? Oh yeah, when he pukes on Allie, he goes back to Allie's house and she's all like she got the little birthmark taken off her back, so she's all like pilled out and stuff. Yep. And he's like yep. showering her in the back and then just pukes on her back. In the woods. She's like she's like, Dave, what was that? And he just goes, Vomit. <laughs> yeah, he tried to say it like all cheery, like Yeah. <laughs> oh dude, it was so good, man. Yeah, that was a uh, good episode. Um, um, I think that uh, what's his manager's name? What's that bull's name? Mike. Yeah, he was like hollering at the dude with the garbage, and the guy's like, "Are you the overviewer?" <laughs> the observer. He's like, "Are you the observer?" The yeah. And he's like, "No." He was like, "Yeah, you are. How would you know? If you didn't know what the observer was, you would have said, I don't know what's that.'" And <laughs> and then he's like going off on him, and he's like, "Because nobody cares." And then he's, he's like, like, why are you filming me? Because nobody cares. Like, and then he's like, oh, all right. And it like throws the dog shit in his trash. Mm-hmm. Dips. Yeah, that whole, that whole thing started with the uh, packing peanuts on the street, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's so L.A., I feel like. Yeah. You got packing up. peanuts on the street. I'm going to leave you a note on your garbage can to let you know. This is bad for the environment. I got to let you know that you're not disposing of these properly. You bum. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, so I told you before we started this episode that I really, really fucking liked the new episode of Rick and Morty, but I want to yeah. hear what you thought. Um, I thought it was good. I didn't think it was as good as the first one. It's like a mind fuck, but I kind of just got to the point where like, I just assumed that everybody was fake. Like the first, like, right. the first three times I like their family died. I was like, Oh shit. It got you right. You're like, yeah. Oh shit. This is and then a- I was yeah. like, Oh wait, there's actually just hella of them. None of these people are going to be the real people. They're all going to die. 
Right. Um, and honestly, at the end, I still didn't know who the fucking real people were. I think it was well, all just fake. The end, they came out of those like costumes or whatever, right? Yeah, yeah, but then didn't those people die or something? They went, so they got out of their costumes, got in the spaceship, and then went down to the house where Rick had the hologram. And he was like saying, All Rick's, like, come fuck me up. I'll fight you or whatever. He went down there, and then he got no, killed. That they, they all got killed, right? Huh? That was beforehand. No, they, yeah, no, like that happened, but the the at the end, the um, the Rick family that were in like those kind of like cute cartoony like suits or yeah, whatever, yeah, like yeah. take off, and then they get in the spaceship and go, and they're like, oh, I guess being like a uh, fake cartoon that's not threatened to kill anybody really paid off, and they get in their spaceship and go, and then they do die. I'm pretty sure they die. I think they do, but then at the very end, they're like in they're in uh, the spaceship all together. And they have space Beth. Yeah, then, that's where I got confused. And then his watch goes off, and he's like, "Oh shit!" The decoy oh shit! Died. Decoy family. Yeah. Yeah. I was, dude. Yeah, like when that happened, I was like, "Bro, yo!" And then did you see the, <laughs> you know, the little like Pinocchio version family of them? Yes. Where they all looked wooden. Did you see the little cutscene at Rick, the end, or the Jerry part with at Jerry, the end, where he's like turned into a little beaver holder for like the babies or whatever? Yep. And then he's, <laughs> and he's at, like, like laying in the dam. <laughs> and then his head is like at the staking of christ to the cross and he's like this yeah. christianity again bro? Yeah. Again? why can't i die well dude that whole like the beginning of that episode got me because it, w- it started out with them rick and morty like at the breakfast table like feasting down and beth walks in she's like damn you guys are hungry and yeah. rick is like yeah we got a long day we're gonna go kill christian god and she's like what she's like yeah he's been sleeping up there for thousands of years we're gonna go we're gonna kill him mob style yeah, I was like, oh, what? Where is this episode going? And then nothing, like just absolutely, like yeah, super one eighty. Yeah, off the rails episode. And then, it was funny. And then Jerry says something, so Beth's like, "Oh, Jerry, don't get worked up before your interview." Blah blah blah. And oh, yeah. it's like, you have an interview? He's like, yeah, something's not right here. He's like, you have an interview? Is there something, does something sound off about that? And Rick's just, just like, uh, yeah, actually. Instantly dead. Yeah. <laughs> I was, because uh, they teased, like, when um, they're sitting on the couch, like, in the beginning of the episode, and they're like, I thought it was, like, an- a chance to have another uh, wacky episode, so I thought they were going to do, like, the new interdimensional cable episode, I and I was like, yo, too. let's go, and then it was, like, the Wenwolf, and yeah, he was yeah. like, yeah, I never thought about the uh, why, who, where, what, and when part yeah. of the werewolf. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was good, man. Every Every it week, was. I'm just, like, more excited for the next episode. Yeah, every episode's good. That's why I don't miss. Literally does not miss. Um, all right, you want to hit on Logic's mixtape right quick or whatever his album? I guess that just came out. Of course. Yeah. Um. So I hit you. Wait, wait, so I want to hear. I want to hear your initial thoughts because you didn't know that those songs already existed before. So like, that's kind of cool that you got to listen to all those songs for the first time. Yeah. Like, I'm actually very jealous of that. Yeah. Um. So I I I just played it and like a bunch of this a bunch of the um samples i was like yo i know this song right. like i know this song and it, it happened a lot probably like six or seven or eight of the songs i was like oh like i know this like i know this beat i know this yeah. beat i know this beat so it was cool because it felt like a mixtape but it was like really well done um so oh, yeah tapes, like i feel like the quality goes down a bit but this was like it felt like it was like all like 
well, first see, time those songs those songs sounded better like that because they were he like mastered them to be on apple music and spotify like right, they didn't right, right. like they sounded good before that but it was like you had to listen to like them on youtube or soundcloud or stat like, or some shit like yeah. that yeah yeah but um i thought it was really good i really i liked it a lot um cassandra and i actually listened to it on our way down to look at houses and she was like yeah this is pretty good yeah and, and even she was and even she was like oh like i know this song like i know this beat I was oh like, that's oh, tight because she's a big country guy right yeah that's yeah. dope um what was your favorite song do you think what what was your favorite song um i liked inception i liked relaxation because that's that forbidden fruit beat forbidden fr- dude you know what's funny is when you texted me and was like yo re- uh relaxation is the sample that cole and kendrick used on forbidden fruit and i was like I've never put that together. So I went back and listened to both songs. And I was like, yo, what the fuck? Yeah, it's like spot on, bro. Like spot Yeah, on. it really is. The uh, Forbidden Fruit version of it is just pitched up. Like it's just yeah. a little bit higher. Higher, yeah. Yeah. Where he's going, bitch, bitch. <laughs> yeah. Is that the platinum? <laughs> They're not even doing platinum. <laughs> They're not even doing platinum. That, the platinum, pla- pl- platinum watch. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, no, dude. Um, the only song on there that wasn't the only song on there that wasn't new was the last one. It was Tokyo Nights. Yeah, that one was good too. I love that song, dude. Yeah, so good. Still, I'm still listening to Cole. Me too. I was listening to it on my way home. <laughs> yeah, I hopped in the car and I went to go pick up that burrito today, and um, that's just what was on. So I finished listening to the album. I listened to like half of it on the way there, like a few songs on the way back. And then I was like, I guess I got to grab my speaker now so I can listen to the rest of this album. <laughs> All right. So we're like, well, a month and a half into the release of the off season, you would say, right? Yeah. A month? I don't know. Long enough. What? So when you play that album now, what is your first spin? Like, what song do you, do you just press shuffle or do you pick a first song? Like, If I'm picking a song, it's 95 South every time, bro. Yeah. <laughs> that shit gets me going. So hyped, bro. <laughs> Yeah, mine is, um, I always go 95 South, straight into Amari, and then I'll go to Punch in the Clock, um, and then I'll do Hunger on Hillside. And yeah, if I, I have time after side. that, it's usually like 100 mil, Pride is the like Devil. Mil a lot. I like all yeah. of them a lot, that's the Dude, thing. I, there's not one song where like, it comes on, I'm like, ah, skip. Like, I listen, like, if I press shuffle on the album, I will I literally skip. just sit there, yeah, I will literally yeah. sit there and listen to every song. Yeah. Because they're all good. They all have, like, different but impactful meanings. Right. The beats are all fire. Like, the bars are all fire. Yeah. Hold and it's like, I'm getting, to the, I'm getting to the point now, like, where I've listened to it so much that I, I like, know the words to most songs. Yeah. It's so, it's, like, even, it's even more hype, dude, because I'm just sitting there, and I'm, like, fucking by myself in my car, just, like, letting it rip to J. Cole. And I'm, like, bro, I feel like J. Cole right now. It's just fire. I am J. Cole. I am J. Cole. My name is Johnny. Call me Johnny Johnny Cole. <laughs> one, one day, Johnny, you'll be there. Yeah, maybe. We'll be calling you the goat like they call it Chief Keith Sosa. <laughs> Dude, I was thinking about, like, my music career and stuff. And, like, I just – I would be so happy if I could just get to a point – where I'm, like, not famous like that, but, like, enough to, like, live off of. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I don't need to be the most famous person ever to be happy. Like, if I just have, a like, enough, like, you know, like, uh, who's a good example? Um, Do you know who Chris Webby is? 
Yeah, dude. Hell yeah. Yeah. Like, or, like, dude, even him, like, he's some nerdy white rapper. But, like, even if I just had a following of, like, his stature, where it's, like, right. you, or like, like Mike 100... Stud. Right. Like, Mike Stud is perfect. Like, if I can just be, like, that and make, you know, be able to live off of what I make off my music and still yeah. make music for people that's going to make them happy, I'll be fine. I don't need no GOAT status. Like, I know I'm not going to be better than any of the people that have been top five, top ten that's now. That's not a very good attitude to have. It's not a good attitude, attitude, but it's realistic, bro. Like, I'll just be happy making music for a small amount of people to enjoy, and as long as I can make money off of it, I'm happy. Fine, I'll buy your vinyl. <laughs> <laughs> you don't even have to buy it, bro. You're getting a fucking first edition straight off the press or however they make those motherfuckers. Uh, yeah, probably not from the same place. Maybe <laughs> <laughs> But I mean, you never buy know. my album straight off the press. The only thing is, you have to read it and not listen to it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm just gonna give you. Uh, yeah, here's just a, a script of the lyrics. Yeah, I'll and put the, you know, make up, make the beats up in your head. I leave it. I leave most of my music to your imagination. That'd be so funny. All right, you want to talk about this draft and hop out of here? Let's get it. Maybe play some cello after this. You already know, boy. All right. Um. So we're doing this uh this dynasty fantasy football draft, and um, it's. By the way, before you get started, I just want to let you know that Jake Clay and I have gone through social hell this weekend regarding our draft because all the boys the night we had everybody over at our house, all the boys were like glued to their phones just straight up drafting and talking nonstop about fantasy football and everybody in the house was so they're like yo like riley had to sit us down and be like yo you guys have been talking about this draft for three hours like can we please yeah. talk about something else and we're like all right, all right. then we'd go 15 minutes and it'd be like and clay would be like yo but like james connor like good value in this round and then jake and i would just get sucked in and then they'd have to be like yo guys 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 doing it again <laughs> that's <laughs> uh, how much this draft has consumed our lives <laughs> yeah that's kind of the way it goes yeah it's not it's not it. taking mine too much i don't know i feel like i had a decent squad but it's not great so we're doing this draft it's a dynasty draft it's me johnny clay jake emery mayo i think that's it handful of knuckleheads that we don't know um it's a 10-team league it's a 10-team league half ppr but it's a super flex so you can put quarterback in your in your third flex, there's it's two running backs, two wide receivers, a tight end, two regular flexes, wide receiver, running back, tight end, and then one super flex, wide receiver, running back, tight end, quarterback. So if you don't start a second quarterback, pretty much you're a knucklehead. Right. Um. So it's a little bit different, and it's a dynasty. It's not a redraft, so it's it's a little different. But so we're in this we're in this draft, and it's not done yet. But uh, here's what we got so far. So Johnny. At quarterback, the eighth pick. At quarterback, I'm not going pick by pick. I'm going to go position by position. Oh, okay, okay. At quarterback, right now he's got Ryan Tannehill, Carson Wentz, and Mac Jones. And at running back, he's got Jonathan Taylor, Miles Sanders, Miles Gaskin, big Miles guy, Ronald Miles Jones, guy. and Jamal Williams. At wideout, he's got Tyreek, Jamar Chase, Devonta Smith, Robbie Anderson, Christian Kirk, Jarvis Landry, Marvin Jones, the second. And at tight end, he's got Kyle Pitts, Logan Thomas, and Blake Jarwin. Um, what do you think about your team? I this I this might be 
my favorite fantasy team that I've ever drafted, dynasty wise, obviously, because you I got a lot of young guys. This but is second dynasty. Yeah. Second dynasty. But my favorite team. No, dude, I'm happy with it, man. I did not know what to expect getting the uh from the eighth pick in the first round. But Jonathan Taylor fell to me and I didn't even hesitate, man. Like I was like, obviously it's a super flex league. A lot of quarterbacks are gonna go first, but like yeah. you get to a point after four or five quarterbacks where it kind of falls off. So I was like, all right, I can either waste my first draft pick, my first round pick on a QB and get the same guy I can get five rounds from now. Or I can just like start stacking young guys. And so yeah. that's the way I went. I went Jonathan Taylor first overall. And honestly, he was a stud last year, dude. I think him and Carson Wentz are going to really have something this yeah. year. Yeah, I like the JT pick a lot. Like I told you, I was looking at, Dak and JT. That's what I was hoping to get at the turn. It was you were up, and I was like, "All right, two picks to me. I'm at the, I'm number ten at the turn. Maybe I can go Dak and JT. You take JT. The kid picking ninth takes Dak. Takes Dak. <laughs> Fuck me. You know what's funny is, I feel like him, me and him were either gonna pick because I was stuck. I was like Jonathan Taylor or Dak Prescott. Those are my two options essentially. Yeah. Uh, and I was like, I I'll just like lay my trust in another QB. On him, though, because you got to think that I'm going to pick a quarterback there. Because right. in my head, I'm like, I got to go quarterback. Because if I can't, if I don't pick a quarterback here, I'm not picking a quarterback until the third or fourth round. You know what I mean? And right. I, I know you and even later than that, but I didn't want all those quarterbacks to go off the board. I wanted to get a good young stud. So I want Herbert in the first round. First, that's a good pick. That's pick a good pick. As, as somebody who had him last year, like that's a good pick. He's gonna be a stud. I took I took Justin Herbert, and then with him, I took Alvin Kamara. Those two. I'm a little iffy on the Kamara, but I think he'll be all right. Well, they're not gonna have a quarterback this year, so I feel like he's he's gonna be. I mean, they'll have a quarterback, obviously, yeah. but it's Jameis Winston or Taysom Hill, so you're gonna yeah, be I think straight. He'll be all right. right. So so at quarterback, you got Tannehill, Wentz, Mac Jones. How do we feel about that? Um. Pretty happy. Um, I'm kind of putting a lot of eggs in my basket on Carson Wentz being Carson Wentz again. Yeah. Um, but, you know, him and Frank Reich, like, we've seen what they can do together before. So, I kind of trust that process. I got him in our Mac Jones. Game. Mac Jones uh, was kind of, uh, you know, him and Cam Newton I saw are going to have, like, a legitimate battle for QB1 this year. And you got to think it's Mac Jones in at least in, like, two or three years. It's him. At right, the right. This Dynasty League, you got to think Cam Newton's not going to be there longer than I think Cam Newton two years now from now. Yet. Yeah, he still hasn't been picked. And even even then, dude, like, Mac Jones is just a quarterback that I can throw on my bench until maybe he starts to really get hot. Yeah. And then, you know, I can value him with Carson Wentz. Because Ryan Tannehill's going to be a stud, I think. He's got Julio yeah. Jones – AJ Brown, like not worried about him at all. I had him last year for a little bit and he was good. I think he was like QB eleven in PPR last year. Dude, in if you look at Tannehill after week four, week four was the Titans by weeks one, two, and three, AJ Brown didn't play. So from week five on, when AJ Brown was healthy, My fantasy was quarterback four fantasy quarterback two. Yeah, dude, exactly. And I think I picked him up, or I either picked him up or I traded. I think I traded him with Nick, but it was like week six or seven by that point. Yeah. And he didn't have a single, like, he, he I think his worst week was like 17 points or something like that. Yeah, stud, stud. Yeah. I like him a not, lot. Not complaining. Um, so then at running back, you got JT, Miles Sanders, Gaskin, Ronald Jones, Jamal Williams. I mean, that's a good start, bro. You got like JT and Sanders are young. Ronald Jones is like 22. I got him in our other league, but 
I don't know if I love him as a dynasty. I don't know, like that. He hasn't been. Well, see, that was my thing. That was my thing. I had Jonathan Taylor and Miles Sanders already. They're both young studs. Yeah. Like adding one more as like maybe a flex guy, flex two guy, not going to be a bad option. Like he's yeah. he, he he's the either he's not. I feel like he's not going to be the guy that gets a million touches, but he's going to make his touches important. Like he's he, he's the guy that can break so. out a sixty-five yard touchdown run. I think so. Too. You know what I mean? And Jamal Williams, he was in Green Bay last year. Now he's in Detroit. I think. Yep. Good look for him, bro. Uh, yeah. They got DeAndre Swift there, but I don't think DeAndre Swift, he didn't run away with the starting position last year. Um, so I think Jamal Williams definitely has an opportunity to go in there and, and do some work even even now, you're right? And then if, right. if something happens to DeAndre Swift, his value goes through the roof. At least it gets a little higher, I guess. Right, and Jamal Williams was behind Aaron Jones last year in Green Bay, and he yep. still had a solid season. Like, he still produced. So, you yep. know, maybe him having a chance at – because, you know, he wasn't going to beat out Aaron Jones for the top spot. But, like, right. now he's either going to give DeAndre Swift a reason to really fucking up his game or he's going to take over that role. Right. And kind of just, like, minimum, do his thing. He could be, like a, like, a 1A, 1B instead of a 1-2. You know what I mean? Right, right. Um, so then at wide out, you got Tyreek, Jamar Chase, Devonta Smith, Robbie Anderson, who you sniped from me, Christian Kirk, Jarvis Landry, Marvin Jones Jr. Pretty solid. I think Tyreek and uh, Jamar are going to be nice right off the jump. Yeah, Jamar Chase was I was pretty high on. I was happy to get him. Tyreek, yeah. obviously, he's a fucking stud. Um, but I feel like I have a good mix. Like my last few picks, I think the last person I picked was Marvin Jones, and then before that was Robbie Anderson. Um, Robbie Anderson's only 28, so, like, he's still got a solid few years left. Yeah, and he's back with uh, Sam Darnold, who is with – Right, and a whole different offense. So, like, I'm excited to see where that goes. Marvin Jones is kind of just, like, was, like, an old reliable pick. He's 31. Yeah, but now he got traded to Jacksonville, so it's like – Right, he's got Trevor Lawrence. Yeah, um, but you know – DJ Chark. Like, a whole new new system. Yeah, and he's been in Detroit for a while. Yeah. If he was still in Detroit and it was like he's the only one that knows the system and Jared Goff is going to hyper-target him, which would happen, Yeah, I would love it. But I just think he's going to Jacksonville as an old head. They have some good athletic receivers, right? And then it's Trevor Lawrence, you don't really know. Urban Meyer in his new system, you don't really know. a lot. I have him in our other dynasty league. I think, yeah. he's, I think he's a solid pick, but I didn't want to get him. He was kind of my, my whole thing with picking him was like, all right, this is going to be a great – safe play to cover any sort of injury that I get for the next yeah. year or two. Yeah. Like, yep. he's a great guy to just plug in if someone's hurt, like, in my flex spot or, like, my wide receiver three spot or whatever. Like, he'd just be a safe play. I think Christian Kirk is a shit pick. I think he's a bum. Yeah, that was more of me just kind of hoping that um, it he kind of opens up with DeAndre Hopkins getting double teamed and shit like yeah. that. Jarvis is fine. No no real long-term value there, but you're going to be able to plug and play him this year. And especially yeah, it's kind of the same boat as Marvin Jones. Yeah. And then at tight end, dude, Pitts, Logan Thomas, Blake Jarwin. I don't. I think Logan Thomas is not going to be as good as he was last year. Uh, no? Well, yeah, Fitzy. Uh, from, from listening to podcasts and shit, what I've been hearing is, like, his um, touchdown catch percentage was, like, ridiculous. Like, he – Hit, like such a high percentage of his receptions were touchdowns. So it's like, you got to expect that there's going to be some kind of like negative regression there where he comes down to more of an average number and right. no more Alex Smith, who that's like, you know, one of the things with JD McKissick is like Alex Smith was the one dumping the ball to him. 
Alex right. Smith on target and tight ends. Fitzpatrick isn't really a tight end targeter. No, nah, he's a fucking go big or go home type of gunslinger yeah. guy. But I think, you know, Kyle Pitts, obviously, that's, should be a good pick. That's what everybody thinks is going to be a good pick. Yeah. And then Blake Jarwin, I liked him a lot last year. I mean, he got yeah. – he comes back healthy. Um, right. But I liked him. He got a good little squad. I, I'm very happy with the team that I uh, I, I built. I'm, I'm got high hopes this year. So, I got Justin Herbert, Matt Ryan, Sam Darnold as my quarterbacks. And then I have Alvin Kamara, J.K. Dobbins, Javonta Williams, A.J. Dillon, James Conner, Phelp, Lindsey as my running backs. C.D. Lamb, Allen Robinson, Cortland Sutton, Chase Claypool, Jalen Rager, Denzel Mims as my wideouts. Goddard, Cole Komet, and Tyler Higbee at tight end. And honestly, I don't love it. I like your uh, – uh, what's his name? Denzel Mims, dude. I think he he, he has potential – yeah, he does have to be a stud, I think. I was between him for my last pick, him and or whatever round you took him in. The pick I had before you, I was I was kind of sitting on him for a minute. Yeah. I was between him and a couple other guys, but I don't know. I mean, I think Justin Herber, or Herber, I think he'll be fine for a while, right? Yeah. Matt Ryan, he's got a couple years left. He's going to throw for 4,500. Right. Sam Darnold, I think he has, like, potential to kind of, like, bloom in Carolina. I always liked his talent and hated Adam Gase. So, maybe now that he's not with Adam Gase, we can get something going. But then our running right. back, dude, Kamara, stud. J.K. Dobbins, he's all right. Javonta Williams, I think, is going to be the next guy in Denver, and they have a really good offensive line. So, I like him for the future. Yeah. A.J. Dillon, honestly, why did I fucking even pick him? <laughs> James Conner, yeah. I think he's going to be good for the next year or so. Um, he, I think he's going to be the number one guy in Arizona. I think he's going to get the goal line work, so I think there's value there. Right. See, dude, I always liked him. I think he's got a good chance to kind of be the guy in Houston. I know David Johnson's there, but, like, David Johnson's old. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah, injury prone. I don't think that it's, like, a far-fetched possibility that Philip Lindsay is, like, the guy in, in Houston this year. Yeah, no, I, I'm I'm right there with you, man. I think I wouldn't even think about taking David Johnson right now. No. And then I wide out, dude. CD Lamb for the future. Allen Robinson right now and for the future. He's a little old, but like maybe Justin Fields coming in will like rejuvenate his career. Well, he's only what, like 28, 29? 28, I think. Yeah, that's not bad. He's still got a good three or four years. Cortland Sutton, I think that's a little bit of a risky pick, but I think he's got big upside. But I mean, he got quarterback issues, bro. Yeah, big quarterback <laughs> issues. <laughs> Chase Claypool's all right. Uh, Rager, I'm I'm upset that I took Rager because now I have Goddard and Rager, and I wanted to get Kenneth Gainwell, but he actually went before I was gonna pick him. So yeah, I don't want to put too many of my eggs into the Eagles' basket, but uh, right, you can't do that as a fan. Right. Um, and then Denzel Mims, I think he's fine. I think he's got potential. We'll see. But then he's big, he's, he, Denzel Mims is a big play guy. Like he can break yes. out for an 85 yard touchdown reception and have one catch all game, but he'll still have you 13 points. Exactly. Yeah. He can make it happen. And right. then at tight end, dude, I got Goddard, who I think is nice. Tyler Higby, who I think will be good this year. And then Cole Komet, who's like 22 or 23 on the Bears. But yeah. his, like, his athletic profile is really good. So I think him and Justin Fields are both so young, they can have like a good career together for the next few years. You know what I mean? That's right. Not, dude, your squad's not bad. 
Nah. I feel like you got a good mix of young and win now type guys. Yeah. I like your team better. I like your running back room a lot better than mine. Yeah, I was happy uh, with my running back selections. Miles Sanders and JT, man, like I can't complain for a dynasty. Yeah, league. Sanders, I had him last year in redraft, and he's hit or miss. I, I got him in our other dynasty league, and I'm like not super thrilled about it. Just because yeah. like him, not just him, but like the Eagles, they tend to let me down, and then I get double <laughs> yeah. let down. Yeah, it's nothing worse than watching uh, NFL Sunday, watching the birds play, and like you have two or three players in that. Yeah, in that mix, and the birds are getting shit on, and your players are doing nothing. And it's just or I'm, double pain. Or I'm watching Red Zone, and I haven't seen a fucking birds highlight. <laughs> like, right, right. Yeah. And if you have seen a birds highlight, it's usually against. You're on them. the defensive end, getting scored on. <laughs> right. Trash. No, nah, I'm excited for this year's fantasy league, man. Yeah, me too. We have a lot of different leagues. This is gonna be fun. I love me yeah. some fantasy football. For sure. All right, bro. Good talking to you. A good. Is week. uh is is that the the finish NFL of Scott. season one, episode two. Season one, episode two. Call it a wrap. Call it a wrap, baby. Same time next week. You know we'll be back. Yeah, you find us on uh, – we got Apple Podcasts. We got Spotify Podcasts. We trying to get on the uh, Google Podcasts. Working on that one. It's a little, little – you know, technical difficulties, as they say. But right. we're on the YouTube, Random Roommates on there and shit. So go find us, like, subscribe, leave a five-star review. No, I don't care if you think it's a four. No, nah, no, nah, fuck the five star review. We want to break the barrier. We want a six star review, or one. If we could be like the most views, <laughs> any sort of star. review, <laughs> just if give we us a review. kind of one star reviews. But like the description is like super dope, and then maybe we could be like the most viewed one star podcast. I think. Hey, that's a that's a niche market that has not been tapped into yet. Yeah, so I think maybe we can find it. <laughs> nah, the fuck shittiest you guys, podcast of all time. <laughs> Uh, All right, guys, Uh, we'll catch you later. Yeah, thanks for tuning in. Doses.